Radio Frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield Dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome to Football Daft, the daftest Scottish football podcast around and it is a very special episode of Football Daft. It is episode 99 of Football Daft. It is me, it is Grado, it is Toll, it is nae fucking John, it is Ryan, and you know what else? It's nae fucking guest. Nay John, nay John and nay guest, what a fucking buzz this is going to be. Yeah. So, so first of all, this does nothing for my OCD that we get in 99 episodes without a guest. It just doesn't, that way, it's like... We've, we've, <sighs> but in, in place of having nay guest, we have nay John and we have Ryan as our guest. <laughs> so I'm, Ryan's I'm, a guest, but... Nay John and Nay guest. I can't, I'm not sure I can wrap my head around about, around about this place. We've got an empty. John is very strict. Sometimes we can record this podcast. We maybe start at one o'clock in the day and we don't wrap to five o'clock at night and it's a Aye. pain in the arse. So See what we're going to do is we're just going to rattle right through. We're going to have a blather and have a good time. Stay out of the way. Fuck John. Fuck John, man. Are you right? Fuck John, by the way. <laughs> We need to address the fact that we're not in the studio as well. We said we would be in the studio, but well, I'm just going to be honest with you. We fucking lied to you. lied to everyone. And you all took it hook, line and sinker. <laughs> we will be in a studio very soon. I know we keep saying this every week, but we will be. But do you know what? Fuck John, but I hope John's having a good time. He's in holiday with his family. But I heard, him, it, I heard right? he was in Blackpool and he wasn't he was socially the... distancing. <laughs> he's in the pleasure beach. He's coming back riddled. Aye. Oh, aye, if he's, he's not COVID, you, you can't come back to Blackpool riddled with your son. At least, you know what I mean? <laughs> Bob, why you got a blue juice that one? It's not blue juice. You know what? It is. No, it's oh, no, it's, it's a Patriots, Patriots. isn't it? Do you know what? You, I've got a Chicago Bulls hat on. You've got, got a Cleveland sat on. You've got an Indian sat on. We're, re- we're representing all sorts here. Oh, right. Ryan's about to get one of his taps on. He's going to come back on. with a fucking NFL helmet on. He's got his bucket hat on. Yeah, Ryan's representing the Stone Roses. <laughs> before before we go any further... I know what you've got to say, Bob, because you put that bucket hat on. Aye. Is that... were, you wear, were you wearing that bucket hat the other night when you were... <laughs> <eight, nine? laughs> Because I can see Ryan Gallagher, sometimes producer of Football Daft, fucking in disguise at the open goal thing with Cy Ferry with his bucket hat on and then has the cheek and audacity to fucking air it on social media. I know the best part is, Stevie, he wore a fake beard over a real beard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but you know what? It's 99 shows... It's no guest, right? Just means we're going to have a big one for the hunt. Oh, the hundred show, I won't be here, man. I'll be. Off. I'm off what? for two weeks now. For I'm off for two weeks now. This is falling apart, man. Why? We, why just? I'm in holiday, man. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to Cornwall next week. Then to be careful. I'm going to Aaron. Cornwall. Aye. The fuck you going to Cornwall for? It's beautiful, mate. So, big news today, man. I'm. I'm on set. I'm looking through my phone. Griffiths. I know, he's, play, he's played a blinder, hasn't he? That was a fucking... Aye, he's won a fucking watch. He knows what he's doing, doesn't he? That is a swear of a half, you know, That was funny. See if that was planned by him and Celtic. That's fucking funny. And he also... Did, he, just to get this right, he did wipe all, all the messages of Celtic. Aye, and, and he trained yesterday on his own in a gym with Scotland training kit on. Oh, that's such a work. So, Anne just came in, had a chat with him, sat down, and he's, he's, he's probably liked what he's heard for the graph. I was seeing you come back from pre-season last season <laughs> and you had a bit of a gun on you. But as you can see by my good self, I don't mind a bit of a gun. Now, get <laughs> get that fucking contract signed. Let's get going, boy. <laughs> hey, boys, we've got a guest. We've got a guest, big Angel's on. <laughs> yeah, but you get to. Yeah, happy. Uh, do you know what? See if they can get him drilled and get him fit. He's a he's a dangerous striker. He's a good player to have, whether it's a whether it's, it's a main striker or a or a uh, squad player. But do you know how right? It, it sort of reminds me of back in the day with Rangers 
and we had players that we just needed to get ready. And when we'd start a season with them, you know, why we not get ready them yet? And it would feel as if this is the same old, same old. I feel as if I was a Celtic fan, I'd be like, ah, give us something new here. Give us something new. Maybe fucking but... we get rid of Izagiri and then we brought him back after two seasons later or something. Like Do you know what I mean? It's better just to but, fucking. But I'd, I, I'm kind of a cradle here, man. I'd, I would be, I'd be like that, ah, man. No way. No See, fucking to be way. fair, most Celtic fans are saying the same. Most Celtic fans are a bit raging that he's got a new deal, but I, I agree with Chris. See if he can get him back fit and, and scoring goals again. He is. He's one but of the best mate, strikers. This is, this is my point. He's, if, he's, if he's fit, though. But why did he not do that? How, last year? I, how much no. money is he costing you? How many times you see Neil Lennon talking about the other day as well? How, prob- how probably how loyal Lennon was to him and how much he tries to help him. The same happened with Rogers. And now this new manager's coming in. <laughs> he's just giving him another deal. Fuck it, mate. But what I'm saying is, I just have to. It just interests me that you go, see if we get him fat, he could score 25. I'm like, mate, last season it was your 10 in a row. It's now none in a row. What What is, what is the... But see see the thing was, though, with Griffith What's the goal here? Fitting, I know you said, Stephen, about um, Lennon making the comments on him before, but what Neil Lennon missed out for that was the fact that Neil Lennon had him in training for about six months and couldn't get him fit. Like, that's a problem with training as well. So I think right, Lennon so was trying why, to say, I don't know about that because all the other players would be unfit if that was the case. No, but Ryan, what, what you're saying there, man, right? He had him for oh. six months and couldn't get him fit. Mm-hmm. But before that, you're saying, see if we get him fit? No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. If he, see when he came back overweight at a time and, and he got dropped for the, the pre-season tour um, and he got told to get into training, get yourself fit again, blah, blah, blah. For about six months after that, he couldn't get fit. Well, the rest of the team could. So surely to God, a manager, if you've got a player, you take him aside and you work on him. You work on somebody who you've pinpointed as being an unfit player. So the fact that they couldn't get him to that, I mean, don't get me wrong, the blame is mostly You're blaming Lennon. It's mostly on Griffiths, but I also think... But that, that sounds like you're blaming Lennon. No, it was also a bit rich for Lennon to just kind of pass the buck on that one. But, I, but mate, I think Roger said the same about Mano. Roger's had his issues with him. Lennon's See, saying it. It's a, it's, a, it's a pattern that keeps happening with every right. manager. So, no, I and that's it. fair. I, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. But I think I just on it, it was mainly on the Lennon comment. You know, he was very quick to try and chuck Griffiths under the bus, but you never Because oh, I think, cause I think Griffiths has chucked him in. I think Griffiths is one of the players that I'd be going, you fucking flung me under a bus. You got me the sack. No, but what but what you're saying, but if I, if if Griffiths comes back minus the berry and the player that you all think he can become again, surely you've got maybe a chance with him firing goals and not I mean the Lennon Len, might keep his job. Lennon's every right. I'm with Lennon. Lennon's every right to sit down and go out. See that be pretty I've done I've done it. We're all we're all we're all new Lennon, mate. I didn't say I am. I said I'm with him on this point. I am you stand, not Neil Lennon. You stand with Neil Lennon. You stand with Neil Lennon. What Neil Lennon? has been happening then, man. Aye. What else has been happening then, man? You think England are going to win the Euros? I've got a question for you that I've just seen on, online. Right, now, Grado, you texted me last night about the tennis and you said this Andy Murray game is magic. Aye. Would you take Andy Murray winning Wimbledon if it meant England won the Euros? No. Mm, I mean, he's won one more than before. I know, but think about it. It's a pure redemption story, isn't it? I don't know, mate. And do you know what? I'm pure. I'm mega behind Andy Murray only because he, he dons the Castori. However, if it comes to England, I just don't know if I could. I just don't know if I could take it, mate. I'm the same. Nah. And, uh, and really, I, I. But we were. Well, this is what I will say, right? But that's th- th- annoying me. What I read on the internet, what's really getting to me, is. The amount of Scottish people that are going, the commentators can't stop mentioning it. The commentators, they brought on, um, what do you call him, Freddie Lundberg, and then they asked him about the England game. What, mate, what would it be like if we were in the, pro- the, the, the you know, the, the stages that they were in? <laughs> you know what I mean? We would, I remember before we even kicked a ball, I was well, listening to James McFadden giving it, we've got a strong team and all that, we're, we're capable of this, we're capable of that. It's just, I, I, I just don't see the point in arguing about it. That's it's the not way that, it is. It's not that, mate. I think it's the fact that they mention England in the middle of fucking Spain versus fucking Sweden or whatever. 
No, I mean, it's it but, it, but it's that. the audience. <coughs> there's only five million. What they also need to remember, I but what they also need to remember is it's fucking it's British broadcasting. It's not fucking English broadcasting. They should be covering Scotland and Wales as well when they were in it, but they weren't. They were just fucking talking about England all the time. But and listen, no, they weren't. They, they were they were always talking. They were always talking up Scotland when we were still in it. They, they definitely no, in the middle of other games, the in the middle of other teams' games. No, they, they weren't. They. they never spoke about England during the Scotland games, did they? Mate, they fucking you don't get thirty seconds without them mentioning nineteen sixty six. You know what I mean? Well, I'll, fucking... I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But what I'm saying is, they're confident. They've got they've got the right to be confident. No, they have me. They're fucking garbage. You know what? Do you know what the hang is? Do you know what the hang is with England? What worries me? Done no conceding goals. No, that's a fucking worry. Because who have they played? Well, mate, you, mate, Toe, you're going to say this when a team gets to the final and your argument team is still going to be. I've not played them, but (laughs) they're they're in the quarterfinals. I already they played Germany. Germany had a decent side. They played Germany right, and they kept a clean sheet right, but. I'm t- I'm telling you this now. See if they get to play Denmark. Denmark will fuck them. I think they, I said that they to a couple of boys in the work, man. I think that's going to be a big challenge for them. If Denmark beat Czech Republic and England beat Ukraine, that's your only hope. But I really do think England are going to get to the final. I do. Wow. Well, if they get Denmark, to the final, they're playing Spain or Italy mm-hmm. and or like, Belgium. Or Belgium. And the, uh, any one of these three teams you know, will, will take numbers so, off. I do that. agree with you to an extent, right? They've not really, they've not played a right quality team. That isn't a great German team. And you know what really fucking rips my knitting? All their games are at Wembley, man. All right, the next game, isn't it? Wait, I already spoke to you about that game there, not meant to be in Rome. I thought that was meant to be in Rome, that one as well. And I thought, because Italy's, I remember them talking about it. It was like, Italy, got it at Wembley. And, and then England fucking England going to Rome. Aye, that's what I thought as well. In the same token or not, we had our games at Hamden. Two of our games, which is even... Aye, two, aye. We aye, but we were, one of the host, we were one of the host nations, Grado. Well, so are England. I suppose, aye. 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 But the whole summer has went tits up. Scotland have fell at the full huddle, at the first huddle, and fucking Shannon on Love Island's out. They're fucking <laughs> It just sums the fucking summer up. She's it, mate. I, I literally, I, I was shell shocked, man. She'll be back. She'll be back. Well, do you know what, Ryan? I can I can afford to say myself. I went. She'll come back, man. Remember they used to do that in Big Brother. Aye, I remember aye. John for Big Brother five or six. He had the idea for the toaster. I'm sure he. I think his name was John Pickle or something like that. Hold on, really a hold on a second. Hold on a second, lads. See, because we've not got a guest, we'll have to tell the Big Brother story. <laughs> Yes, oh, absolutely, man. We take a we take another bottle of Corona so I can set myself in. Then, right? Hey, okay. You just talk away then. But like, if, hey, back to the football. Right? They beat Ukraine. You need. Are Denmark strong enough to beat them? But I don't know. I think Denmark are a very, very good side. I think they were. They I think, good. I think. See, because what happened with with Christian uh, with Ericsson? It's I think, the stars. No, I think the first two games they were knocked after after Rails a bit with that. And mm. I'll tell I'll tell you this you now. I said it before the tournament and you can you can go back and listen. I said it before the tournament. I said they were you my dark, dark horses. horses. Right at the start of the tournament. Because funnily enough, I watched a documentary on Sky Sports about the qualifying campaign and about all these how they were just they were hitting at the right time. And I can see them shut up you. I can see them. Uh, I can see them doing it, man. And, and I mean, I mean, winning the tournament. I'm not. I'm not just talking about getting to the final. Mate, right? it's anybody's man. It's anybody's right. Keys up at Brosnan. Aye. And I'm just right. going to say something. Aye. So when you tell us, it's just funny because I've got a bit of a big brother story. I know. And I mean, I know it's this. You know, if you've got to ten if I've got to go to eleven if But it's just coming into my head. But keep going. Right. Okay. So uh, the 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 fucking. Auditions for Big Brother came to Glasgow, so I says to my dad, I'm going to go for that, fuck it. And he went, no, yeah, I'll drive you in. So he drove me in, and uh, they take you into this wee room. It's like the diary room, right, for your interview. You fill in a form and all that shit, and take you into the diary room. They ask you some random questions, and first question was, who was the last celebrity that you had a sex dream about? So it was funnily enough, and it's embarrassing, right, but a couple of nights before it, I went for my, I had a fucking sex dream of it. Letitia Dean, Sharon for EastEnders. 
right? And I, I, I tell them straight off the bat, right? So I, I heard the guy behind the camera laughing because you're in this wee box and it's just a camera, mm. right? So um, then they take you, they take you in and you fit, you do a questionnaire, a, like a mental health questionnaire and all that, right? So I left and just as I was leaving, a guy came and grabbed me and went, like, we want you to come back again tomorrow. I was like, he's in here again tomorrow. He says, aye. He says, but I want you to go upstairs. You need to go into the office. I says, right. So went into the office and they said, um, we've put you on the shortlist already. Huh. I was like, all right, you're fucking dancer. Brilliant. And then I went out and it kind of hurt me. I was like, fuck, I might be going on to Big Brother here. So I never heard anything right. for about three months, honestly. And I was at home for work. I was decorating my bedroom. And my mobile phone went and I answered it. And you know, like when they went to the diary room, it goes, ah, this is Big, this is big Brother. Right? That's what it was oh, like. I answered the phone. I went, like, hello. He said, this is Big Brother. I was like, fuck off. And I hung up the phone. Right? And it rang again. He said, this is Big Brother. If you hang up again, uh, you'll be removed from the application process. <laughs> I, says, I says, oh, for fuck's sake. Right? So I says, hello. Um, he says, uh, Chris. Yes, uh, you applied on this date. Yes, I did, yes. Um, right, we need you to come down to London tomorrow. Right, now, bearing in mind, like, I, I had work the next day and stuff like that, so I phoned the work, I says, listen... Did you know for your dad? Were you not working at your dad's pub at that time, no? No, I was working, and uh, that's what, when I when I come back, the, the pub thing happened, right? right so I've uh, phoned in the work, and I says, listen, I'm just going to be honest with you, I've applied for Big Brother, they've asked me to go down to London tomorrow. I, I says, and they've told me that I might need the time off work for to go on to the show. And the woman went, right, no bother. So uh, I went down, like, they, they organised a train for me. I went down to uh, London. And so I get down to London, I get off at King's Cross Station. They said, the phone goes, this is Big Brother. Uh, hello. They said, you're looking for a man with a polka dot umbrella. You'll see him at this exit, right? So I walked out and I'm expecting to see one of the big long umbrellas with a hook bit at the end. Aye. Polka dots, but bear in mind that the fucking sun was splitting the trees, it was roasting. So I'm looking for a guy with an umbrella and I was expecting him to have it up as well. And it wasn't, it was a guy holding one of the wee tiny fucking umbrellas. It took me about half an hour to find the bastard. Right? So eventually he comes over and he says, your name, Chris? I says, it is, mate. He says, come with me. Right? So he take you, takes you into the car park and you get into this black tip motor. Right, and they take you into a hotel. He says, right, stay where you are. Then the next thing he says, right, come in. You go in, right, and there was, there was, I think it was 16 other folk there. Right, so I sat down and I was like, and do you know who was in it? Do you remember the two twins that went in? Mm-hmm. And do you remember mm-hmm. the, la- the lassie that ended up going out with the guy and they pure fell in love and all that? Uh, I think ja- so. Chan- Chanel, was it Chanel? Oh, that uh, Chanel Horton. I, I do remember she that. Was, right. Chanel Horton went uh, out with, with, with uh, what do you call him? Begins with Pete. Pete, Pete, wasn't it? Pete. It wasn't Aye. Pete. It was Prentice uh, or something. Like that. It was no Preston. Oh, Preston. No, 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 her, no, 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 The one, the one, the one that looked like uh, posh spice. Aye, mate. Oh. I know who you're talking about. She, she made a name um, herself, maybe no. Aye, she, like, she, she became like a. Oh, like, aye. A of Chanel Hayes. Aye, Chanel Hayes. That's mm-hmm. her. Chanel Hayes, right? So, um, they were doing. They made this to uh, speed dating. There was uh, eight guys and eight lassies, and they made us do speed dating, and I get I get paired with her. Right, so you you done like three minutes and moved on, three minutes and moved on. Then you had to review the person at the end in front of them, and then they they asked you questions and stuff. And one of the questions was, uh, would you would she be your girlfriend, your friend, or would you not want to speak to her again? I said, <laughs> I wouldn't want to speak to her again. They made you sit in front of them and all that. She was pure offended, right? Just Chanel. Aye, he says, oh why, would you not, why would you not want to speak to her again? I says, because if she was chocolate, she'd eat herself. <laughs> right? And everybody started laughing. She was well pissed off at me, right? So uh, the next thing, uh, all of that's done, and I go back up the road, and uh, I get a phone call about a week later, right? So I get a phone call about a week later. He says, Chris, we want to see how you, how you interact with your friends. So we're going to send somebody up to your house, and I want you to organise a night out with your mates and just tell them that this is a new guy that you're working with. Right, so I've done it right, and I swear to God, I swear to God, they couldn't have sent somebody out that would have been more opposite to the sort of person that I would think about. Do you know what I mean? Aye, aye. So, organising out with my mates, and um, all my mates are like, "This is this is weird. This isn't because he kept on asking them questions like, "Aye, so what? What's Chris like <laughs> if he gets into an argument and all that? Do you know what I mean?" And they're all like, oh, "For fuck's sake, what you, what's going on here?" 
Right? So the guy leaves and all that. I'm like, all right, mate, I'll see you work tomorrow. Right? Cheerio. <laughs> right? And I'm like, all my, like, I get back to the table and my mates went, you've applied for Big Brother, haven't you? You're joking. And I went like, eh, no, how? I'm like, there's no way that that guy works for you. I was like, they, I said, he's, he's can't tell him they were right, but I have applied for Big Brother and I'm getting further on and further on. So that comes back, it's fine. And then they send somebody out to see how my home life is. And it was, it was a, they sent, then sent me back down to London again to do a, a full psych, psychological evaluation. And it was just, it was really quite strenuous, the whole, the whole application process. Right, so that's that's done and dusted. I guess I guess back home from London, and they phone me and they go, "This is Big Brother." Say hello, Big Brother. Says Chris, you're now on the final shortlist to go onto the show. Wow. I says I've no eyes. Mars started making buttons a wee bit, right? Aye. So I said, right, okay. I says, what do I need to do? They said, have your bags packed and be at Glasgow Central Station. Tomorrow morning at six o'clock. I says, right, okay. So I go, bags packed, Glasgow Central Station. Do you know when it was I went? It was the day after the UEFA Cup final when Seville played at Hamden. Right? And oh, the reason the reason I that? remember was because I went to get loads of clothes yeah. because you need to get uh like no names and all that. So I went to get Aye. loads of clothes and me and my mate Jarvie met the full severe squad. In the uh-huh. town, and I get pictures with Danny Alves and all that, and Big Freddie Kennedy and all of them. Right, so um, the next day I went to Glasgow Central, six o'clock. A guy comes up to me and says, Right, you're on this train, blah blah, on you go. So I got on the train, sitting DVDs and all that, first class and all that. I've written paid for it, it's brilliant, right? I get down to London, I get sent to London, he says, Where do you want to go? You can go to Spain, you can go to this place, you can go to that place, you can go to that place. I says, I'm terrified of flying. Where can I go that I don't need to fly? And he says, Cornwall. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says, you can go to France. He, have you ever been through the Eurotunnel? I says, I've not, but that's quite fucking exciting. So that's where I'll go. So they took me to this wee fishing village in a town what? called a town called Honfleur in France, right? And they filmed my entrance video for the show. No took, way. Gredo, you like this as well. They took me to uh, Omaha Beach. Well, the D-Day landings were for see the bit of, uh, saving Private Ryan. Aye, took me there. That's where I found my my entrance video for Big Brother. Went on there, uh, writing in the sand with a big stick. Chris, uh, Chris Toll, uh, twenty fucking five or whatever age I was at the time, and all that. And it was the full shebang. Done everything. Um, stood next to a big red one and all that. So I'm in France for a fortnight. <laughs> and it's a, it's a day before the Scottish Cup final, Celtic versus Dunfermline, I think it was. Uh, John Joel Perrier Dumbe scored for Celtic, we won 1-0. Yeah. And it's a, it's the Friday before that, and I get a phone call, and he said, Chris, we've made the final decision on the contestants. You will not be one of the first contestants, but you will be on standby for the three oh, months. Wow. For the three months that the show's on. I says, right, no bother. And see, to be honest with you, I'd been in France that fucking long, I'd... They, they give you, they give you a, a chaperone, you stay with a person, right? And I said, the first night we're there, I say to the guy, right, mum, we'll go and we'll get a steak and a couple of beers. He goes, uh, actually, I'm vegan and I'm teetotal. Oh. I was like, Jesus, fuck. I says, right, no bother. I says, right, well, what about if we go out and we get a pizza or something like that? And she says, right, okay. So went back and I'm sitting in the, I'm sitting in the, the wee flat after I'm like, I'm not going to get on with this guy. I says, why stick a DVD on? He says, aye, no bother. So I says, I brought, I brought loads of DVDs. He says, so did I. And we opened the two DVD cases and all the DVDs I had were all the same as the ones that he had. And I was like, right, okay. So we've got some middle ground here. Do you know what I mean? We're going to get on. We ended on getting on with a house and fire. And then... Um, They've said to me, right, on the on the Friday, you're not going to be on. You need to go on ha- uh, three months standby. Long story short, I went up the road, uh, fucking put Big Brother on, and it was uh, it was a year that they put all the women in. Ah, uh, first. It was, it was all the women in one guy, that Ziggy guy, remember? Yes. Ziggy, I do remember him. Yes. And that's, that's the reason why I never got on to Big Brother. Wow, too. 
There you go, lad. That's a Try great enough. story, mate. I just, I, I didn't know that you actually, you, you went to France. I didn't ah, know mate, it was as far as that. Oh, mate, I was right on the cusp of getting on the show, man. Mate, this just shows you, right, this is just a quick one, right, how much I was absolute bullshit years ago, right? In 2013, this guy asked me to come down to London, said he wanted to represent me, said he was right. an agent, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, I'll get you at the Ibis Hotel, just at the... London, whatever, London Central, where the fuck it is, right? So I yeah. went for this guy. Right away, man, he was overweight, dodgy suit, and I thought, oh, this doesn't, this doesn't feel right at all. And he, he, he says, look, here's the deal. I'm going to take 25% of anything that you ever earn. I was like, oh, is it not usually like 15, 20? He's like, no, no, it's a good deal, it's a good deal. He says, I am the man responsible for getting Eric Bristol on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. <laughs> as, if they, as if I was meant to go, holy fuck, man, what are you... So, and then he says, uh, and I also represent somebody in Coronation Street. And I was like, oh, well, you represent somebody in Coronation Street? I was like, who is it? Who is it? And he went, no, uh, I don't want to tell you, right? And then, he, then, then later on in the conversation, he goes, no, if you get, if you, if you end up being on Skype and you get your willy out, that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing to get that publicity. I'm going, what the fuck is he talking Because <laughs> I'm having a bit of an issue with the, the guy that I represent in Coronation Street. And at that time, remember Kevin Webster was in, uh, aye, in aye. the media. Aye. I goes, do you, do you represent fucking Kevin Webster? And he went, aye, <laughs> So I'm going, fuck it. But the big thing that he said to me was, he goes, I'm going to make a phone call right now. <laughs> says, I'm going to phone Big Brother. <laughs> he says, he says, I'll get you in Big Brother right now. In fact, I'm almost certain... I can get it so that you can so that you win it. <laughs> and I went, all right, cool. And he went away and fucking said he was on the phone. He came back, went, it's done. You're gonna win it. <laughs> I've got you. I've got you a slot. You'll win it. <laughs> so he fucking said to me. Fucking it hell, was man. the most intense. I'd never felt so. It was pure scummy and seedy. You know that way. Telling me that everything would be alright if I got my fucking bobby out on, on the internet. <laughs> and everything was alright. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Boys, 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 that was the big bra story. And John has heavy, heavy missed himself tonight, missing out on that story. But obviously, we've no guest this week. But we do have, as usual, the big question. And it's off the back of a debate about Pepe at the Euros the other week. Had a wee chat in a group chat about that. We want to know the players that you absolutely hate or hated and why. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Nicole has been working all day at the fucking G4 claims headquarters. She wants to go up the road now and she's going up the road, right? And do you know what our talking's doing? It's going to make her tired and see if she's tired. She could have an accident and see if you have an accident, Nicole. What can you and your team at G4 claims do? What a segue. So, you're involved in any sort of accident, guys, contact G4 Claim First. We're a non-fault accident management specialist, so we can help you get your car back off the road if it needs towed from the scene of the accident. We can help you from the scene of the accident. You don't need to phone your own insurance. If your car has been in an accident, it's not your fault. Why would you claim your own policy? Why would you affect your own policy and have to pay your excess up front until the claim is settled? An average claim can take six to nine months to be settled. You will have to foot the bill for your excess until that is settled up. So why would you have to do that? You have not been at fault for the accident. Contact G4 Claims first. We can provide you with a like-for-like replacement hire vehicle. We can get your car repaired and approved body shop. And if your car's written off, We'll recover the pre-accident value for you and make sure you're happy and you're not left with negative equity and all the rest of the problems and headaches that follow on. We will look after you. We don't work for the insurance. We work for you. So if you're involved in any sort of accident, contact G4 Claims first. It's not in full claims. They're made easy. Made easy. Made easy. to the football daft open line where anything oh, goes that was Grado making an arse self as usual um, we take the serious questions here in football daft you know what do you make a Celtic transfer so far this uh, summer or do you want to just find out if Shannon Fife really has been booted out of Love Island or is it all just a massive she's gone See, she's, this gone. Really she's gone these boys making all noises all the fans are like hey Shannon good dude good dude good dude Shannon good dude 
As you can hear, that's our panel of football experts, Stephen Keevans, Graham Goody and Chris Delahunt. Now, let's get to the callers. First up, we've got a man that you boys like before, he's been on before, it's Ross. Ross, welcome to the open line. What's your question for the panel? Right, well, recently a tweet I sent out at the start of the season uh, got picked up on by a couple of Rangers fans. I tweeted out after Rangers and Hibs drew two each. In a game that Goldson never covered themselves in glory and I put, get Goldson the fuck away for that starting eleven. Same shite every season. Starts well, fucks up. The centre-back next to him gets dropped. Enough is enough. <laughs> and of course, Connor Goldson goes on to have a belter a season and makes me look like a fud. <laughs> so, my question is, what is the stupidest thing or the stupidest thing you've ever tweeted or said after a game in a complete rager that's made you look like a fud afterwards? I cannot comment on this question. <laughs> I'll tell you something, Ross. Mm-hmm. I remember. I can't remember exactly what I wrote, but I remember going into work one day, and just before Gerard had came, became the manager, we were in a fucking bad place, Rangers. And I remember mm-hmm. going into work, and I tweeted something like, "Not only is this because ha- something happened that morning." I tweeted something like, "Not only is this happened." But now we're getting linked with fucking Steven Gerrard. Geese peace. I tweeted something <laughs> like that. So, did you, did you really, Bob? That's quite something funny. Something like that, mate. Aye, something right. like that. I, thought, I just thought Gerrard, no managerial credentials, I thought. Wow. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Something like that. So, I'll be honest I, and say, aye, that's what I've done. I've never, I never really tweeted about football because I know it's just, just a fucking mega open goal for, for folk to kind of... Hey, that doesn't even fat boy scene. Well, no, the, probably the one I did have to delete something. It was maybe it was three weeks before the the elections in two thousand fourteen. Independence carry on, mm-hmm. and I just tweeted, "Yes, no, who gives a fuck?" <laughs> I swear, <laughs> and I swear, I get absolutely crucified for it. This is your future, and this is me, 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 me. You're so intelligent. You're so immature. And I went, "Ah, oh, fuck this place, man. I'm taking this down." Right, right. I'll tell you one. It's not myself, but my dad. Easter Road, 1997. Henry Larson passes the ball to Chick Charnley. Chick Charnley mm. bursts the net to make it 2-1 to Hibs. Or 2-0 to Hibs, maybe. My dad turns around to me and says, that Larson will never be a fucking footballer if he plays he's a hunter. There was a boy I, I worked with uh, when I used to work in Asda, and he said, right after Henry Larson signed, and it was just after the Hibs game, it was in Byers Road, there was a couple of Celtic players there, and Larson was one of them. And his missus goes, do you want to go ask him for a 40? I'll take the 40. And my mate went, no, what do I want a 40 with him for? He's shite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure, are you mates with my dad? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Tall Senior, tires road every weekend, mate. <laughs> Never out of dancing that guy, man. <laughs> oh, Jim, happy birthday to Jim Tall, by the way. Aye, it's my dad's birthday today, lads, right? Happy birthday, Jim. I'll send him a text after this. <laughs> 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 he's usually meeting him for a pint in Byers Road. <laughs> <laughs> right, cheers, boys. Catch you later. Right, the next caller on the open line then, somebody that Chris will know, he's, um, a, he was a regular on Celtic Daft before things went tits up at the end of the season. <laughs> it's it the Scott. All right, how are you doing? Scott, you're back. Oh, she's just like, Scott, Scott, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> By the way, this guy speaks tremendously well. Tremendously well, Is Scott. It? It's good to have you back, mate. Put the pressure on me now. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> Hi. Right, Scott, welcome to the open line. What's your question for the boys? Uh, right, my question is regarding the new Celtic manager, Ange Postacoglu. In terms of how much time you would give this guy, uh, given the job, the, the rebuild job that's required, obviously the, the mess that uh, Lawwell and Lennon's left us in, do you think that he needs to win the league? Or do you think that if Celtic simply compete for the league this season, then that's a goal for him to get another another crack at it, given the fact that they're coming for 25 points behind? I think the job that he needs to do is similar to the rebuild that Gerard had at Rangers. I think it's very, very similar. And Gerard obviously got two years at it before he eventually got his, his one trophy out of nine. So. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. This guy. Sorry, yeah, Scott, Scott. It was a big trophy, but wasn't it? Was did you enjoy it in your living room celebrating? Oh! Did, you, did, did you enjoy really? getting nine in a row for the fucking hand and offices before no doing it on the pitch? Oh, oh I, 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 I had a great nine years. I'm out here. I'm out here. Fuck this. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I think you've kind of, I think you've, you've answered, the way I was going to answer the question, you've kind of, you've said that. I thought, if you look at it now, I don't think it's as big a job as what Gerard had coming in. The job Gerard had, Rangers were coming from a very fucking bad place. You just still get players there that have won things. You still got a squad there, just a team that I don't know what's went wrong. Was it Lennon? Was it Lowe? I don't know. But it's not as big a job as Gerard had. Not a chance, but it's still a big job. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously Rangers undefeated in the league all season. Basically fucking, you just couldn't compete with us in any old firm games apart from maybe the one at Parkhead to draw. But league was already done by that point. So it is a big job, but you need to give him time. What if he comes in? I'll ask you this then, mate. What if he comes in against Michigan in fucking two and a half weeks and he's get pumped out and he's don't make the Champions League? What would you want to do? Would you want to keep him? Oh, I have. I, I think that game, to be honest, that game two two weeks time, it's a write off already because just for how the four months that they wasted, basically the hundred and five days it took to appoint him, and he's only been in the door two weeks or so. That game's already in two weeks. Signed one player. I think if he. If he, I, I'm expecting Celtic to lose that game. It's not a tie Celtic should lose on paper, but I'm, I'm expecting them to get beaten. It. Scott, do you have a phone on Clyde? No. I, I don't know. If I, I, can, I, can, I thought I'd recognise your voice. Ah, you probably feel listening to shit like that after your fucking closet. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think, Christopher Toll? I think um, I can agree with you with what you're saying about the Champions League. I don't see us getting at the Champions League anyway. So, you know, whether he goes out at the first round or the third qualifying round, it makes no makes no difference. Um, I think you've got to give the guy time. His his ethos and he's what he's what he's done going by people that he's worked with previously. He's a really exciting forward thinking coach. Um, so, I love his ethos. His ethos. <laughs> He's a really forward-thinking coach. Let me answer the question, on you, but aye, but it's funny. Can we just keep laughing? I know, mate. I know, and in all seriousness, but he's he's got the he's got a bit of the fucking supposedly it's... a bit of the Tommy Burns is about him. So fingers crossed, man. Been saying that Tommy only won one trophy, didn't he? Yep. What do, you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think, Gredo? Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Right, well, we'll, get we'll get clips of them for talking about Pedro Cachinha and that summer. And then nah. the two weeks later, they'd have been saying and the mate, same thing. And mate, do you know what? They were very dark times. Dark and I really hope it goes the same way for you. Know <laughs> <laughs> what I mean? So, we've been there, mate. I don't know. I mean, it's easy for Rangers fans to turn around and say it's like their their Pedro, or even for Celtic fans, just because he's an unknown. I know Toe seems to know him inside out, but no, I mean, aye, Toe's done oh, his he's been He's worked for years. Do you know what I mean? He's no, I don't. I've he never said that. He's, he's very forward thinking. Hey, is, is see, the thing is, the guy. Anything about him? No, he, no, really, no. I've no. The thing is, well. you've got to give the guy a chance. Well, right. I mean, exactly. like, like, like Scott's saying there, right? Obviously, I mean, you look fucking stupid. He's put all your eggs in one basket going for Eddie Howe. He said no. He's now a turn to a guy who knows he wasn't the first choice. I don't even believe he was second choice or third choice, but he's have got him now. He's a two and a half weeks away for a Champions League qualifier. The season starts in fucking 30 days. He's need to give him a chance. He's need to so there's none. You're, you're stuck with him. He's need to get behind him. And it looks like he's have, he's have, he's have sold a lot of season tickets again. So... Who's to say who's only sitting here in a couple of months' time and me and Grado look stupid? But right exactly. now, it does look funny. Thanks for coming on, mate. All the best, Scott, mate. Thanks, Thanks for coming on, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Last on the open line then, it's Matty. <laughs> <laughs> Matty! What's happening? Wait, why is the deal with Ryan tonight, man? It's funny how Ryan's the producer tonight. It's all Celtic it's, fans for him, man. funny, man. It's good, Ryan's on his fucking phone, what's up? Aye. Uh, How are you doing, my man? Not bad at all, Jess. Matt, I've got doing, a question Matt? for you. Go on. Do you know Ryan Gallagher personally? No, I do not. Right, okay, okay. Ah, right, see, see how he's... It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Right, on you go. Matt, welcome to the open line, mate. What's your question for the boys? Just, eh, uh, what do you think of Celtic's new signing? 
And his name's a funny one, isn't it? I, uh, I think they're trying to sign like, the, oh, the manager good. in the first signing. I think they're trying to get a squad that nobody can pronounce the name so no cunt can get the blame for next season. <laughs> You're so kind. That's a, that's a funny one, like, but aye, it seems all right. Matty, where are you from? Yeah, originally from Falkirk, but I'm staying still in the now. Do you ken John, Matt Allen? I know of him. <laughs> I don't speak to him. I heard you, mate. <laughs> you ken John, Matt Allen? <laughs> you ken John, Matt Allen? Oh, man. What do you do for a job, Matty? What a nice for Tesco's. Do you do not, do you? I do so. Have you watched that documentary yet? No, I've not. Have you seen any grade or you'd like it? No, mate. What's that somebody talking about? Inside Tesco, it's on. I'll I'll send you some information. Hey, do you know what's a good one? I've been watching this Jeremy Clarkson documentary. Everybody's... On the one on the farm? Aye, mate. I watched watched it. It was not too bad. Have you watched it, Matty? No, I've not watched it, but I want to watch it. Aye. I, I, I'd go through one extreme to the other with Jeremy Clarkson I'd, Aye, sometimes so I really are. like him and sometimes I want to kick his fucking head off so Matty what was your question Celtic's new signing right do you know what I'm going to need to look it up again because it sounds like McGee did doesn't it it sounds like your hog height your hog height your hog height Ah, he's good defos, mate. I'll tell you that. Uh, where did you sign him for, Chef Wed? Ah, uh, Chef Wednesday. <laughs> well, mate, I'm going to be honest here and say I don't really know much about him. I've not heard about him, but I'm sure Toll has done a lot of reading up in the last half uh, an hour or something. And you know he's what? going to tell us about easy ethos, the way he I'll plays tell you this now. I'll tell you this now, right? And this is the truth. I remember when he made his Sheffield Wednesday debut. Purely because... He done an interview after it, and the interview went viral after it because everybody was saying he's the nicest wee guy. He was. This is what you need in a footballer. This is a attitude <laughs> in a footballer. And I didn't realise it was him when we when we signed him until I went, when I typed his name into YouTube as you do to try and get some highlights. And <laughs> it doesn't speak well for him. The only YouTube video I'm getting sent off was him getting sent off in a fucking interview where he was nice to the to the interviewer. But do you know what? Uh, as long as he brings a wee bit of enthusiasm and he can, he can put his words into actions. Because I, I listened to his first interview, then you know, like like the same with a gaffer, you've just got to give him a chance. <laughs> I think Griffiths no. signed a new contract today as well, didn't he? Aye, did. did. Where do you think you're at, mate? Who Griffiths? Aye. I'd take. I'd keep him. He's the best striker Celtic I've got now. He's better than I yet. Don't know what's happening with Edward. Need to keep him. Yeah, you've never heard the fucking bio. Wait, you see this boy play? I remember bio. the bio. I remember bio. Rough pie, Billy Gumbo. Can I want to? For tonight, I'm going to be Mama Cheromeo. Fifuchar and Buchar and Bigayo. Son of a gun, we'll have some fun on the bio. bio. I kill my cheers, mate. Football dafts. Big question. Right, lads. So this week in the football daft group chat, we had a wee debate. Right, we had a wee debate all night. Sparked a wee debate because John jumped in saying he hates Pepe. I'm a big fan of Pepe. I've always liked him. Hanky gets a bad rep. But the big question this week on the back of that was. What players can you know stand and why? Hey, well, there's only one that I always just remember that I really, really ever don't like. I don't remember his second name, but his first name was Bully and he played for the Talbot. And I used to, and I used to, when, when the Talbot players would walk around for, the, for the, 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 the changing rooms, you know, I'd put my horn out for the Buffs players and I'd maybe give abuse to the away teams. It's maybe about 9, 10 or 11. And I put my horn out, and I remember just I've probably said this before, but um, you know, the, the away team's players would walk by and I'd go, Dafties, user shit, blah blah blah. And then uh, this one guy, Billy's name as he was sent off, member wheel number five, and I said something like, um, Oh, you're rubbish, and he went, Thanks, fat boy. <laughs> oh, I was only like nine or ten, and all the other players laughed. Kiddo. It's intense, that man, isn't it? Kedo, Kedo. You've got good reason to hate that guy. I fucking hate that guy. I always remember that. Fuck him. 
Billy that played with Calbert. What's he saying? I'm going to find out, man, because he's not think about it. It's winding me up now. Do you, know that? Do you know that? I'll tell you about you. Yeah, I've got a story about like that grade, all right? I was sure. this one time I was at a show in Hingway. Um, I met this wrestler and I went, You were great today, mate. He said, Thanks very much, big man. I've hated him ever since. <laughs> it was nerves. Can you guess who it was, Stephen? <laughs> I've, 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 I've heard me, I know who it is, man, but I think. I think, I think the, the wrestler in question that we're talking about has been through a lot and he's he's come out the other side. I'm quite proud of him these days. He has been through a lot, you're right. I mean, yeah. that, he would yeah. never have said that to me if it wasn't for that prick saying that to him at the football that day. Exactly. So I think the wrestler in question was scarred because Billy for the Talbot called him fat boy. So instead of kind of letting it out and talking about it, he tried to, he tried to lay that on to other folk. Right. You know, I, felt, I felt bad one day. Now you'll feel bad. Aye, exactly. Big man. Big man. What I mean? So anyway, what about you, Toll? Is there any players that you hate? Is there anybody that I hate? Do you know, I find hate to be a very strong word. There's a lot of players that I severely dis- dislike. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, is there a one? Is a one that's always kind of... Peppy's quite a popular one. Na- Nacho Novo. A fucking... oh, look at Ryan. Look, look at Ryan right away, oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. He hadn't, even, he hadn't even said no, Novo, he just I, said Nacho his heart. These are so right. bad, right. man. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's another one as well. Dougie, I'm on, Dougie Emery. I couldn't stand him as a player against really? these man. Aye. Wow. He's just a, uh, just a dirty man. Dirty man. <laughs> Who's yours, Ryan? See, John texted me and said, why don't you do this for the big question? And I just replied to him saying, like, and why is the answer Nacho Novo? Like, I can't stand Nacho Novo, man. Like, oh, this is one of them guys. Because he said no. Do you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, mate, it's actually not even that. That was before my time. I didn't even properly know all that. I just didn't like him. He just imagine, like imagine him. what the song would have been if his name was Nacho Ninian. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to the listeners. Ian Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, who's yours? You need one. Mine's. Ah, uh, let me think. Let me think. Mm. Boric. No, I would probably, <laughs> after me saying yours, but no, I would probably say Griffiths. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, and I'll tell you for why. I'll tell you for why. Oh, See. Doing in the fucking dark days where you mm. were constantly scalping us. See the whole fucking wiping his nose with a corner flag, tiny scarf on the post. Putting in twenty five yarders in the top bin. Aye. I did I don't and it that's the thing. See a guy who does that top Rogic does it. He done it to us a good few times. But I bet you don't see, dislike him. No, because he didn't wipe his nose with a corner flag or tie scarves at the end of the game. And I just get a pure hang when I look at Griffiths and I go, right, mate, that's fair enough. But see, now there's a challenger. Where are you? Listen, that's not the point of this section of the show. All right. It it's, is, just, it's about players you don't like. just shit stirring again, man. Anyway. Anyway, Mick McFarlane says, ball and golly, no further comment needed. Sorry, right. Alan Muir says Ryan Porteous gets good hype because he shouted at Morelos, but isn't actually very good. You hear? Mark McDade says Scott Brown, he can dish it out, but can he take it? I think you'll find that he can take it. I think you'll find he can, but Scott Killen says there's only one correct answer to this, and it's Ducky Emery. Yeah, no way. <laughs> there you go. Fucking telties. Stevie Nielsen says Darry and McKinnon for being a pound shop, Scott Brown. Oh, that's a bit rude. Gavin Wilson, oh, there's one, there's one. Gavin Wilson says, El has Juf. Always thought he was a prick until he signed for Rangers and then he became our prick. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way you think, most folk, but... Andy Duffy says, Pogba for wearing that stupid basketball sleeve on one arm. Grew up. Calm down, Andy. Aye, mate, we're in it in a bit, mate. Alex says, Raheem Sterling, diving wee bastard. <laughs> I've lost my hang wagon just need to do. And Martin Hagney says, Nacho Novo just for being a prick. Well, do you know, well, I think... All I love how be... John has went to Blackpool, fucked off to Blackpool <laughs> and flung, flung a grenade in the big question. 
where we're all getting each other about your fucking Scott Brown, your Nacho Novos, and your Lee Griffiths. And Billy Fittal, but... Aye. But anyway... Some, someone named wrestler from Glasgow. Aye, and some... Fair, I mean. <laughs> but anyway, guys, that was this week's big question, and it was big. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. So the Pro Step Playoff is back with PiSports.com. Scottish football fans eating over a million pies a year. We'd love to bring some of that to your home with the real taste of Scottish football in the form of our fan favourites, Scotch, Steak and Gravy and Macaroni. You can order on the website via the PiSports page or by calling the SOS hotline on 0141 739 Double nine, double nine. Delivery of pies are free of charge to a bunch of postcodes, and you'll find them on piesports.com. Now, today playing for the pies, it's Chris O'Brien. How you doing, Chris? I'm good, boys. How are you? All good, mate. All good. Enjoying the sunshine. Aye. Sunshine. That's uh, that's wonderful. Nice, right, so <laughs> that's, that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> nice, no. <laughs> hey. So, Chris, you know how the game works, are you? You listen. Aye, aye, aye. Good stuff. So, I'll read out a description of a player. Um, I've went for the the Euros thing today. I've got a few players that are currently still in the tournament. So, we're obviously at quarter final stage now. So, these players are still in the tournament. So. You need to, well, we need to find out who you're going to play first of all. Who would you like to play? If I gave you the option, who would you choose? Uh, is Grado pushed again this weekend? Yes. He's had a few, mate. I'll play Grado, aye. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not first. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. You win, I'm not winning the Euros. I don't fucking watch it. He's always watching Love Island. Yeah, I do watch it. You know I watch it, boys, because I'm always I commenting guess. on it. But I don't take in the names of the players in that. By the way, I've been struggling this time, I know. I've been alright I'll pick a name I'll pick a name at random actually Chris do me a favour pick a number between one and three go for it and my heat with Stevie Pardon let's do that that's fine that's fine all good right Chris what's your what's your buzzer going to be Uh, I'll just I'll be really annoying and go "Ah." (laughs) (laughs) fair enough Stevie, what about you? Mm, bada bing. Oh, nice. Oh, touche. Very, very topical. Topical, mate. Topical. Topical. Right, okay, here we go. Player number one, then. This player started his career at Basel when he made 92 first-team appearances, scoring 18 Bada bing. But... Yep. Basel. Oh, fuck. Shakiri. Basel, Molly. 1-0, Stevie Borden. Shakiri, Shakiri. Shakiri, Shakiri. Kiri. Oh, baby, when you talk like that. You make a woman go mad. Sorry, on you go. Is this the singing section of the show? Right? <laughs> Get a tunes on this one. Oh, right. <laughs> right, player number two. This winger started his career at Lens before a move to Chelsea in 2012, but he never managed to break into the first team. After loans in Belgium and Germany, he finally landed at Borussia Mönchengladbach. When he made uh, Yep, Chris. Gorgon Hazard. One each, Gorgon well Hazard, done, that is. Well done. Well done, bro. <clears throat> right, let's go, one each. Third player. This Danish striker broke into the Ajax squad in 2016 at the age of 18, where he scored 33 goals and 78 appearances, including his competitive. Yep, Stephen. Braithwaite. It's not Braithwaite, mate. Oh, I'll continue. <clears throat> Um, yep. Yusuf Poulsen. No, Yusuf Poulsen. Is it Classen? <laughs> no. Played for Ajax. Broke in 18. Casper Dolberg. Oh, no. Oh, fuck, he scored a peach last week. Fuck's sake. Right. If you said waited, I was going to get to the very end of it. I was going to say he replaced Poulsen and scored two goals to put it away. Fuck's sake. <clears throat> right, so one each in. And one each has to get this one because I've only got four wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> so he's need to get it right here we go number four this Italian goalie has only ever played for yep Donnarumma Donnarumma I knew you would have got that one right away 2-1 Stevie well played well done Stevie well done Bob. do you know what mate see because you've done so much for charity and all that jazz and raising funds and all that stuff you have the pies my aye, man aye mate you've done well big oh, man thanks very much you've done well no worries mate no worries mate thanks 
Thanks very much Thanks for coming one. up again, Chris. Cheers, All Chris the best, mate. See you later, mate. Cheers, boys. Thank you. Cheers, Chris. Cheers. See you later, bye-bye. Cheers, Cheers Chris. Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. Welcome to Gredo's Free Riddles of the Week on Football Daft. So, all I'm going to basically do is I'm going to give you free riddles and I'm going to open it up to, 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 to Ryan, to Bob, to Toll. Now, these are fairly straightforward, but I'm going to have to say that I think you might get them. But So, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Here is the first riddle. Name the five Camaras, spelled either C or K, that have played in SPFL and for which team? That's Camaras, Camara, Camara. Glenn Camara for Rangers. Glenn Camara. Mo Camara for Celtic. We also had uh, Diamancy Camara. Uh-huh. We had the other Camara as well. Um, oh, it, what we, uh, we signed him for, for fucking. We signed him for Fulham. What was his name? Oh, that was Diamante Kamara. Oh, Nee Kamara. Oh, Nee Kamara. There we go. One. And he's oh, got it Kamara. right. Well done. Well done. One point to always. Next one. <laughs> what do Lionel Messi and Britney Spears both have in common? Nee contract. I know any two of them could get out of contract. Aye. Well, something like that. Contract disputes. With our father. Well done, Tool. You've yes. got it right. There father. we go. Okay. Fuck me. I thought this was going to take 10 minutes. <laughs> right. Final one. <clears throat> what do Oliver Giroud, Stan Collimo, David Beckham, and Diddy Agat all have in common? They've got songs by Wigfield. <laughs> Nah. Say that again. What do Oliver Giroud, right. Stan Collimo, David Beckham, and Diddy Agat all have in common? That's a good one, this one. Giroud. They've all been in films with. Fuck off, man, aye! Eh? Uh, Can you name the films? Uh, Stan Collimo and Basic Instinct 2. Basic Instinct 2? Aye. Uh, Diddy Agat was in a shot at glory. Was yep. Beckham one goal? Alright. Go to it. was, but that's not the film that I picked. But it was in goal. Bendel or Beckham? Yeah, I've got is it the King Arthur? Something to do with King Arthur or something like that? And uh, Oliver Giro. Was in like a French porno or something? No. <laughs> he was in a horror movie or something, was no, he? No, he wasn't. He was he was he, he was in a big film. Well, I, I don't know the answer to that one. Oh, but see you know and Nah, I've lost it. I've lost it. Nah, it's I've never seen it. It's gone. Oh, geezer. Um, uh, Spider-Man. Aye, there you go. Spider-Man film, wasn't Was that the Fuck animated one? Shit. Aye, that's it. I didn't think Aye. you should get it. Oh, well. There you go. There you go, eh? Is, is that it? <laughs> well, I need to tell you something, mate. That's no riddles. You, you don't know what a riddle is. <laughs> I thought, does the, does the answers no need to then reflect and mean oh, something? Aye. Aye, right, I'll do it better for next week, right? No, it was still good though, mate, good effort. Aye, well, aye, it was aye. good, you, put, you did put effort on it, mate, well done. Aye, it was good. And that, I feel ladies and gentlemen, was the first week of Cradle's Three Riddles, because we've not got a guest. Here a tree by a river, Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 
767 172. Well, I think, right, obviously, we've not had John this week. We've had producer Ryan and we've not had a John. guest, but. Need John. John. Need John. John. Need John. But. Need John. John. We don't need him. Them. What? What? Ryan got engaged this week. So oh, he did. Man. Congratulations, Congratulations, mate. Congratulations, Ryan. Punching. How like, did you do it? Oh, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm punching. How did they do it? I think he fucking blindfolded her first. Did you see that? Yes, yes, yes. He's a nice looking lassie, mate. Ryan, Ryan, obviously, talk us through the the moves you made, the way you went about it, the way you proposed. Talk us through. Do you want to know, oh, is that not born? I spoke for half an hour about Big Brother, mate. We can listen to your fucking story. Fair enough. Uh, very, very simple. Went out for something to eat in the afternoon, went for a few drinks. I had somebody in a hotel room decorating it, putting balloons in and that way we were out. Oh. Gave me a wee text and said, that's the room ready. Then we went into the room. It was her birthday on the Monday. Oh. So she's she's walked in, seen all the balloons, and she's been, oh, brilliant. And then no really realised, thinking it was just a birthday present that I've got her. And I was like, are you going to read the big one in the corner then? And she read the big one and it had the, the, the old question on it, will you marry me? And I'm doing the one knee and all that. And she's going, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? And I was like, Mate, are you I've going to see fucking it? Bumps, man. Mate, I, no, no, the worst bit was, I'm, I'm literally doing there looking up at her going, are you going to say I at any point so I can get <laughs> to you? Because she just kept saying, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> so it took me a good minute for her to go, uh, I obviously she was contemplating whether she would say it or no. Question. At least she asked the question, mate. At least she asked the question. If she said no, I was pawing in the ring, getting it with the boys and getting hammered. <laughs> I, I, I never <laughs> even, I've not spoken about saying I get engaged on this show yet, have I? No. No. I never, you you uh, tell us to keep asking. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've had a couple of drinks now. No, you said five Corona, man, it's all coming out. <laughs> But see, did you know, but Ryan, I, I honestly, before I'd done it, I thought, this is neighbor, man, it's fucking stupid. You know that way? I, I thought, was... whatever, I'll be with it, neighbor. Mate, I'm fucking shut. I, I, I can't even get the words out of my mouth now. I mean, I'll, 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 face. Uh, I'll be honest, it was, uh, I was fine. I was more concerned that things went to plan like, through the day. When I actually aye. came here, I was like, I'll be fine, because she's been going with me for 10 years, she's going to say aye. And if she didn't, then <laughs> superb. I got fucking, I got engaged when I was 18 or 19. But you've been engaged a few times, man. Why, well, you're putting pressure on me here. Oh, but well, I can imagine, I can imagine you getting engaged in fudgy and all that. No, I mean, I was fucking not, not a chance. It was when I, was, I finished a panto and I organised all the family to go up to Nicola's mom and dad's house. Nicola came in and picked me up for the pavilion. And we drove up and we walked in. There was a big surprise. Everybody there just thought, what the fuck's going on? I just went down on one knee and poked the ring at it and went, Will you marry me? <laughs> Hold on, what did she say? Well, she said I, mate. <laughs> Toe, what about you? You, you proposed to him, therefore? Nah, mate. That... Oh, he's getting all shifty in his chair, man. She's not done it yet. Dear, dear, dear. Oh, that's it's true, isn't it? Mate, I didn't think that after I'd done it, I'd need to step booking wedding venues not right away. Oh, oh, I was mate, thinking I, get engaged for a couple of years now, Kieran. I'm mate, not going to mention it. I don't want, mate, that's a bit, I'm not saying because you don't want guns to turn up, not, but it's a good venue you picked then. Aye. Yeah. He's not saying in case me and Ryan turn up. I know. <laughs> oh, Ryan might end up there tolling Bob over there. Hey. Ryan will be the reception. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, you can, right. be, you can Ryan, you can be John's plus one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kidding? He's taking fucking Kevin McAllister room. <laughs> imagine, no, I mean, but, imagine man. at your wedding, man. Imagine we're there, man, having a crack night, and one person that's out of order and starts a fight, John. Aye, oh, man. <laughs> I'm sick of fucking hearing about a studio. Aye, <laughs> man. He starts bottling you too. Fucking absolute starts, fucking shanking you know that. <laughs> what are you going to do, you prick? Trying to take a jaw off me? Come here, you prick. Soprano uh, style, man. Fucking. Oh! Soprano style, man. Crimson all over the fucking sausage rolls. No, but then he kills too. Hey, you're getting a bit silly now, man. Hey, yeah, he's calm down. Calm down. Boys, honestly. <laughs> Choke shoot. It's ten past nine, and I first well, I've, I've got a full day tomorrow at work. I've still got my lines to learn. But, boys, it's been a great. Sure, we've not had a guest, we've not had a John. We've but not had a guest. Let us know if it's it bothered your learning exp listening experience. A learning experience. 
If we've right. learned something today, it's that Grado doesn't know what a riddle is. <laughs> and we will be in a studio very, very soon. If you're, I don't know, you see it maybe on Instagram, G4 Studios, they've got their own kind of Instagram page now, they're putting it up there. So John's getting a fucking option. We're going in. We're going in very soon. And if he's not coming, we've got Ryan. <laughs> and, if, and if he's not coming, we'll hire somebody else. Hey. Capital Radio. Ryan, is Aye. you capital that you work for? That is me, yes. Aye. Aye. Capital Radio, Aye. man. Well, anyway, Aye. gentlemen, I've had a great time. Thanks very much. Faster. This <laughs> we'll is, see you next week, guys. This is Nick Kershaw with the riddle. <laughs> <laughs> see you there, boys. I hope that song kicks off, man. We do live shows and all that. Uh, by the way, that's a good show. <laughs>